Welcome to Moments of Truth. I'm your host, G.T. Stikes. The purpose of Moments in Truth is to give you a few minutes of encouragement by providing simple truths from God's Word, identified and explained from a biblical worldview. And thank you for joining me today as we are entering another episode of our series through the One Another Passages, teaching gospel believers how to love and care for their family in Christ. Now today's passage is small, but it is very important, and it deals with how we think. Now, we can do a whole study on how we think, and we'll likely do a series of it in the future. But Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7, just the first part of it says, For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So how you think and where you allow your imagination to go will determine what you will become. Now, for the passage that I would like for us to look at today, we need to go over to the book of Galatians, Galatians chapter 5. I invite you to open up there with me, Galatians chapter 5. If not, just listen along as I read, and I'm going to begin in verse 26. It says, Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Now, verse 26 is the last verse in this chapter, and just a few verses preceding this one, you have an explanation of the fruits of the Spirit. Now, the fruits of the Spirit is the good fruit, or the good things that are produced from a life that is centered on honoring God and living for Him. Now, these are called the fruits of the Spirit because those who produce this fruit are honoring the Holy Spirit within them and listening to His voice more than any other. Now, again, these are gospel believers. Now, the text continues to identify that those who are living by following the direction of the Holy Spirit need to kill our fleshly desires, those natural sins that so often get us into trouble. And we need to not just set them aside for a rainy day, but we need to get rid of them altogether by killing them. In fact, the text actually says that we need to crucify them. Verse 25 says, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. In other words, if we are living for the Lord in our minds, we need to act it out as well. There cannot be two sides to our lives. It's all or nothing. And, And actually, let me camp here for just a moment. Because this brings up a really good point that is important for us to understand for the life of the gospel believer. No gospel believer should live two lives. Let me say that one more time because it's really important. No gospel believers should live two lives. They should be the same person regardless of who they are with. Now I say that because some believers really do have two lives. They act one way when they're at church with other gospel believers and they act a totally different way when they're outside of church with other people, even those who are not believers. Now, Jesus didn't have two lives. He had one life, and he honored God with that one. We are called to have a singular life and display the light and joy of Christ in every bit of it. Don't hide who Christ wants you to be. Embrace it, because it is beautiful And it is very important. 
Back to verse 26. Let's break this verse down. So it begins, let us not become conceited. Now your version might say desirous of vain glory. And when we look at the text in the Greek, it shows us that this means conceited or eager for empty glory. In other words, you're focusing on yourself. Now, conceited in the dictionary is being excessively proud of oneself or vain. Now, when I looked up words that were synonymous for conceited, the first word was the word jerk, you know, which may be a product of being conceited, but it is not necessarily another word for it. Now, let me give you a few more words to better help identify what this is. Narcissistic. Self-loving, self-centered, proud, arrogant, boastful, and big-headed. Now that gives us a good perspective. Being conceited means focusing on yourself and thinking and praising yourself over others. And again, it begins by how you think. Now it is actually really easy for us all to get conceited at one time or another if we are not careful. Well, let's look at the next piece of this verse. It says, provoking one another. And when I think of provoke, I think of a younger sibling, annoying an older sibling. Now, some of you might be a younger sibling and some of you may be older siblings, but you may understand what it is I'm talking about because I think of this as a Uh, maybe a a whining or poking in the side just to see if they will burst at some point, you know. Well, provoke has two similar meanings from the Greek. One is to irritate and one is to challenge someone to feel or do something, typically to react in an angry way. Now, when we are not walking in the spirit, when we are working on making someone upset, There is no goodness of God in that. All right, so let's continue. The next part is envying one another. So envy is a feeling of discontent or resentful longing brought on by someone else's possessions or qualities in life. Now, envy begins when we are discontent with what God has given us. And this is a piece that we all need to be very careful with because we can all very easily become envious of other people. Now, all three of these responses, conceit, provoking, and envying are fleshly responses and are not spirit-led, as we see earlier in this chapter. Each one of these begins with a sinful outlook at our situation instead of a godly outlook. You be careful who you listen to because we should not be jerks, you know, focusing on ourselves over other people. We should not be inciting anger and frustration, and we should not be discontent with the blessings that God has given us. Now, we should instead be walking by the Spirit and choosing to share the love and joy of the Lord. Now, to have joy is a choice. To spread joy is a choice as well. If we go back to those fruits of the Spirit, you will find that one of those fruits is joy. Now, real joy comes from the Lord, and that same joy is spread through the Lord. So what is the takeaways for today? Well, first, don't become conceited. You can be proud of the work that you have done and even rejoice in the blessings that God has given you. 
But when that praising of yourself turns into you patting yourself on the back and continuing to praise how great and how much better you are than others, you are finding yourself traveling down the self-absorbed road, which leads to being conceited. Instead of praising yourself, praise God for helping you to achieve successes in your life. Thank God for the blessings that he has given you. Second, don't provoke people to anger. Nothing good comes from that because God is not in it. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 24 says, And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Now, we are not to stir up angry thoughts or feelings towards another, but we are to be encouraging in order to stir up love and good works in others. Now, remember, God's way is very different from man's way. And then lastly, instead of being envious of what others have that you don't have, Why don't you rejoice in what God has given you? Rejoice in the path that God has taken you down. Choose to have joy in that. Remember, joy is a choice. Joy is always a choice and is always a good place to position your thoughts. God has a great purpose in your life. He has given you what he has given you in order to help you and to encourage you. Take joy in that and rejoice in that. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22 says, A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. A merry heart is a joyful heart. And as we rejoice in what God has given us, it makes it so much easier to be satisfied with everything in my life. You know, choosing joy helps us to put our trust in God when we find it difficult to trust. And remember, it's in how you think that determines what you will become. Think joyfully and you will be joyful. And the more joyful you are, the more people around you will be encouraged from your joy. Now, these negative traits may not be a part of your life today, but don't assume that they will never happen to you. These are things that we need to put off and determine that we're not going to let them come into our lives. They're not going to be a part of our life. Ask the Lord to remove them or prevent them from coming into your life today. Well, let me go to prayer for you. Lord God and Heavenly Father, I pray today for the listeners, Lord, as they study and meditate on Galatians 5.26, Lord, I pray that you would help them. I pray that you would help them to work on putting off being conceited, putting off provoking others to anger or frustration, and putting off being envious of others. Lord, I pray that you'd help the listeners to be satisfied with what you provide. I pray, Lord, that you would help the listeners to trust in you in ways over their own ways and to seek to have a life that is aligned with your word. And I pray, Lord, that you would help the listeners to choose joy and to be joyful and to spread God-given joy to the world. Help them today as they continue to meditate on your word to apply it to their lives, Lord. Help it to sink in deep into the core of their souls so that as they're facing these different temptations in life, they can pull back these truths and remember, hey, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be focusing on this. I'm supposed to be having joy 
joy in God. Lord, help us as we are fighting our daily spiritual battles not to give up, but to trust in you. In your name, I pray these things. Amen. Well, make sure you listen to episode nine. We are going to be covering a great passage in 1 Thessalonians about several things, including patience. Now, do you struggle with patience? I think we all do from time to time, especially in traffic. Well, thank you for listening to Moments in Truth with G.T. Stikes. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, we would love for more people to hear the truth of God's Word. And you can help us reach more people by sharing, following, and subscribing to this podcast. Please be sure to check today's show notes for links to any additional resources, encouragements, and how you can help with this ministry. 